is another uh, another uh, aspect to business. And that is that in business, you never buy and sell at the same price. Because as the Gemara says, a person who buys and sells at the same price, can this be called a businessman? Can this be called a business? Welcome to the Ideas That Change the World podcast with Rabbi Manus Friedman, where we make sure your life will be changed for the better, one idea at a time. Rabbi Friedman is the number one voice of clarity on moral and social issues. So what are we waiting for? Let's go change the world. That's just being busy, but it's not a business. Business means that you invest a certain amount, but you harvest, you profit more than what you invested. In other words, there's got to be the progress, there's got to be the improvement, there's got to be the growth. You have to make a profit. Now, in Torah and mitzvahs, of course, we do the mitzvah because God asks us to do the mitzvah because God wants us to do the mitzvah, because God needs us to do the mitzvah. We are serving Him. And therefore, there is no thought of reward. There is no thought of of profit. But on the other hand, every mitzvah does bring a profit, a great profit. The amount of godliness that we absorb, the amount of holiness that we absorb, the amount of life that the mitzvah gives us is a great profit that that we that we gain in the doing of the mitzvah so although we don't do it for the sake of a reward but the fact is that there is an infinite reward there is a great reward that results from the doing of a mitzvah and in that sense um, doing mitzvahs, living the life of Yiddishkeit, serving God can be seen as a business in, again, in this, in this sense that there is a profit, there is a benefit, there is a resulting improvement that comes from the doing of the mitzvah. And that might help explain the connection, the relationship. You promise to put on tefillin, I promise you you'll have children. What's the connection? Now, there are mitzvahs that are more directly related or associated with having children. Now, the Rebbe could have said, promise me that you'll observe the laws of mikvah, and I promise you you'll have children. But the Rebbe said tefillin. So we see that that all mitzvahs that a person does is life-giving and can facilitate, can help uh, give life, give birth, uh, add life. So when the Rebbe said, you promise me you'll put on film, I promise you you'll have children, there were two things going on here. First of all, there was the Rebbe's input. The fact that the Rebbe loves this Jew with all his heart, with all his soul, and with all his might. And that energy, that concern, that, that care, 
That's the blessing. When you come to a Rebbe and you ask for his blessing, you're not asking for incantations. You're not asking for him to do some mumbo-jumbo. You're coming to him because you want to add to your life, into your life, the concern, the love, the devotion, the, the care that the Rebbe offers. Because he, because he loves every Jew. And so adding that love, adding that care, is an additional uh, energy source, an additional life source, that can make things happen that were not happening because of um, not enough energy, not enough life. So the blessing that the Rebbe gives is his love, his concern, and his, and his care. So when the Rebbe says, I promise you, that's an infusion of life coming from the, from the Rebbe's soul to the soul of the, of the recipient of the blessing. We have a Sunday night program for VIPs that you might be interested in. It's informal. It's questions and answers. It's conversation. It's really relaxed. It's really pleasant, enjoyable, informative, and uh, kind of community-like. It's a Sunday night program. There's a... Um, Wednesday morning program for the VIPs, and there's a Wednesday night program. All of it, just conversation, casual, laid back, unscripted. So join us, take a look, click uh, the link below, and see which, which of the three suits you best, and join us for some enjoyable conversation. What form does this energy take? How do we capture this energy? How do we contain that energy into, into our own lives? Through the performance of a mitzvah. So the Rebbe says, <clears throat> if you will put on tefillin, I promise you, you will have children. Because the tefillin will serve as the, ve the, the vessel, the container, into which the Rebbe's energy and the Rebbe's love and the Rebbe's concern and the Rebbe's devotion to this Jew can be, can be held and can be absorbed, taken home into the person's private life. <clears throat> also, the birth of a child uh, depends on many things, but it begins in the brain. I'm not sure exactly what the scientific uh, uh, studies would say on the subject, but there's no question that fertility, procreation, begins in the brain. And so putting on tefillin, <clears throat> which is a mitzvah that involves the mind and the heart, and that creates a bond between mind, heart, and action, which is why you put the tefillin on your head and you put a tefillin uh, facing the heart and then the straps are wound around the arm, the action, so that the mind, the heart, and the deeds and the behavior are all in harmony with each other. And all of them together in that harmony are devoted to the mitzvah, 
are wrapped up in the mitzvah, in the serving of God, so that the mind, the heart, and the, and the deeds are all permeated with a holiness and with a, with a godliness of the mitzvah, so that the energy of the mind affects the behavior, and the behavior, the actual doing of a good deed, uh, strengthens the mind. There's a, there's a mutual benefit there between theory and action. So the theory animates the action, and then the action gives substance and strength to the theory. The behavior of a person strengthens and solidifies his mind, his attitude, his perception of the world, and so on. And the perception, of course, is what uh, guides and, and uh, stimulates behavior. So by putting on the tefillin, you're actually creating a, a harmony, a channel, where the energy of the brain, which is essential in, in giving birth and in, in fertility, where the energy of the brain can be connected in harmony with the heart and from the heart to the, to the action, to the, to, the, uh, to the physical, so that the fertility process is actually enhanced in that way. So there are actually three things going on here. Number one, the Rebbe's energy, the Rebbe's blessing. And uh, it, it's, been, uh, it's been said and it's been written that the, uh, the look of a tzaddik, when a holy person, when a tzaddik looks at you, that gives you additional life. That can, that can heal all sorts of uh, unhealthy conditions. Because it's the energy, it's the concern, it's that look of, of uh, devotion or that look of, of interest where, where the Rebbe cares. That is life-giving in and of itself. Uh, so there's that part, the blessing coming from the Rebbe himself. Then there's the combination of two Jews getting together to solve a problem. And the fact that a Jew seeks out another Jew, that too is life-giving. When a brother turns to a brother uh, for help, that makes their entire existence more he healthier, uh, more real, because there is a shared energy, brother to brother. And of course the father, who has to provide the health uh, God, who has to give us the, the children and the blessings of, of, of good health and, and so on, is more willing, more uh, available when his children turn to each other. So the fact that a Jew will turn to another Jew for help is also a source of blessing. Because when Jews get along, God gets involved. And thirdly, the act of the mitzvah. This energy, this love, this, this giving, this blessing has to have a vessel that contains it in order for it to become a physical blessing. Otherwise, you walk away with a good feeling, but you still won't have any children. So to, tur to turn it into an actual physical birth, to be able to take the blessing home, you need to contain it in something. Now, what is, what is a, uh, 
a useful container for something so intangible, something so spiritual as a blessing. The proper container is the mitzvah. Now you can choose many mitzvahs. There are 613 mitzvahs. So the Rebbe sensed or knew which mitzvah would serve best as a container for this particular individual and for the blessing which he was asking for. And it was the mitzvah of tefillin. The, the introduction of godliness to the mind, heart, and deeds and actions. So as soon as this man promised that he would put on tefillin, the blessing began to have an effect. Because in our relationship with God, which is an intimate relationship, it's not only the deed that, that has an effect, but even the fact that we are relating. In other words, when a Jew is determined to do a mitzvah, when a Jew makes the resolution, is resolved to do the mitzvah, that already creates the beginnings of a bond, of an intimate bond between the, between the person and God. The person is responding to God's will. If God wants me to put on tefillin, I will do so. That itself is already an intimacy between the person and God. Then when he actually does it, that intimacy takes on a practical, tangible, physical um, reality. And that's why the Rebbe has said very often, as soon as we, we make the resolution to do the mitzvah, God already gives us his blessings, trusting that we will do what we resolve to do. And that's why on Yom Kippur, for example, we resolve to do mitzvahs, we resolve to serve God, but we don't do it because Yom Kippur, we spend the entire day sitting in the synagogue, sitting in shul. So the, it's the resolution itself, it's the fact that we make the resolve, it's the fact that we intend to do the mitzvah that brings us the forgiveness on Yom Kippur before we even get around to actually doing the mitzvah. But it's the resolve to do the mitzvah, knowing that this is what God wants, and we are responding to his will. And when we do get around to doing the mitzvah, then that intimate connection takes on a, a real, tangible, physical reality. And that's what the Rebbe meant, I'm a businessman too, that in Judaism, you can have all the right intentions and all the right feelings and all the right kavanas, but it's not a business. It's not getting down to, to actual deed and actual uh, accomplishment. To be a businessman in Judaism means that not only do you have the right feelings, but you also have the right deeds. You also do it, and, and do it urgently, because today counts. Tomorrow is another day. It's another mitzvah. We have to do it now. That's business. Don't miss an opportunity. Don't delay, because today will, not, will, will, will be lost, and tomorrow, well, that's a whole new deal. The business of Yiddishkeit. And uh, on, on occasion of the uh, 
thoughts about the Rebbe. This is one of the part of the legacy that the Rebbe has left us, that uh, for the Jew, Yiddishkeit is everything. It's the reason, it's the style, it's the deed, it's our business. It's, it's our only business. Thank you for joining us for the rest of the story. If you would like information about other tapes by Rabbi Friedman, please call 1-800-656-5669 because it's good to know.